Welcome back to the Change on Purpose podcast. I'm Seamus, your host. And in today's episode, I'm going to be exploring the concept of living on purpose. The title of this podcast is Change on Purpose. So you might just read into it that it's it's about living intentionally, changing intentionally. But what if there was more to it? Well, I believe there could be. And I'm basing this episode around Mr. Bob Proctor's theory. And together we might explore and discover how understanding your purpose can really unleash your true potential. So if this is an area you're interested in, then get your coffee in hand, earpods in, and let's crack on. So Bob Proctor was a Canadian businessman, a coach, a successful author. He um, he was renowned mostly for, for teaching around subjects of mindset, different success principles, and goal setting and achieving. Uh, he passed away in 2022 during the pandemic but he really he emphasized the importance of changing your mindset and your beliefs how critical this was to achieving your success and personal fulfillment and that and they all revolved around um, the law of attraction goal setting visualization was a massive one for him and the role of your thoughts good bad and indifferent the, how to shape your reality he had sold out seminars coaching events guiding individuals not just in their private life but business business mentoring and business coaching he had his own institute built around this and yeah he was just seemed to have been just a a bit of a legend in, in his own time bob proctor's theory about living on purpose it really would get you thinking because when I would say, or when we, any of us, if we're honest, would say, you know, you're doing something on purpose, we would always mean it to mean intentionally. You know, I'm living on purpose. I'm living intentionally. I'm changing on purpose. I'm changing intentionally. And to be honest, that was <laughs> that was where I had come up with the name for this podcast. But as I started reading more of Proctor's teachings, I liked his definition a bit, bit better because he defined. Uh, living on purpose or doing anything on purpose he defined it as aligning your actions your decisions and your goals with a higher purpose or as some might say with a calling so the crux of his message was knowing your purpose will give your life direction imagine if you're out hiking and you've got your map and you get your grid bearing and you're walking on that grid bearing now, that grid bearing is just a technical term for walking in the right direction toward the right destination. And I think that's what Proctor was getting at, that when you're living on purpose, everything you do is toward a purpose. That is, you've got goals um, that are designed to bring you towards your purpose. The choices and decisions that you make empower them goals or empower the actions to be carried out to meet them goals. But everything is aligned toward the end goal or the purpose. So Proctor's saying, not to wear it out, was on purpose, aligned with your purpose. 
Now, before we crack on any further, let's think about what living without purpose can lead to or off purpose. Well, people might start to begin to feel lost or uncertain about their, their life's path, unsure of what they want to achieve or where they're headed, because if they're not on purpose, they won't be drawn to it. It's not just that it's not intentional, but to be questioning, what is this towards? And without a sense of purpose, you might struggle to find motivation and meaning in your you know daily activities or quote goals that you might set because they're not toward that and bigger when there's no clear purpose or no clear end goal or end state we all know it can be bloody challenging to find drive and motivation and to take action and to move forward living without purpose can lead to feeling of complete disconnection from yourself and I'd absolutely say would you be out of alignment with personal values and desires because values and all the rest of that, they sit under, if you were to imagine it as a hierarchy, they sit under purpose, you know, something bigger, what's bigger than yourself. Your values sit under that. And I remember speaking a few weeks ago about things being stacked up in line with each other. And if you don't know your purpose or you're not working towards it, I think it's right to say that there will be a severe disconnection with it. See, without a sense of purpose, you might struggle to find any form of fulfillment or happiness or contentment in your life. Um, Over time, not living on purpose can lead to a sense of regret, a feeling that life has passed you by without meaningful accomplishments because you won't have ticked them off. You just... um, you, you might start to resent the time that you've wasted or, you know, sitting on that merry-go-round of, you know, of what's this aboutness. So you can kind of see that it is important that we work towards something, that we have it well-defined and that it is on purpose. Right, now that we've seen the importance and the value of all your actions your plans your goals everything you do being geared towards or in the direction of your purpose how do you go about achieving this now i said that your purpose sits just above the your your values um in life so maybe take time to reflect on your core values and i've said this before that that is a worthwhile exercise for anyone to do because they are the foundation of your purpose And they are what help us to make these aligned decisions that keeps everything stacked up. So I suppose a a quick way to get started would be just write down your top values or write down a a value dump of all the values you, you can think of and just put them in priority and come up with your top ones and consider how they can shape your purpose. Or maybe another way to start having a look at your purpose would be to explore your passions in life because they can also point to where your purpose lies it's just you haven't examined it because when you do what you love that's when they say life becomes meaningful doesn't feel like a job at all and all this kind of carry on so again make another list of all the activities that make you lose track of time 
you know, where you can get into this flow state that we talk about. You just have a serious passion for. And maybe they'd lead you towards your purpose. Do you know when you start questioning about your purpose or you start trying to see how aligned up your life is, it does kind of, <laughs> I would probably, if it was about my life, I'd probably call it a rabbit hole. I went down a rabbit hole, but I suppose other people might describe it more eloquently that it was a journey of self-discovery. And I suppose that discovering your purpose is or can be transformative in itself. And it is important to at least examine it once in a while. Because when you self-examine or, you know, you start going down the whole self-discovery route, it can help you understand yourself a bit better, you know, and that can help you to make better choices. It can even guide your choices. Because purpose isn't found externally. It's not found in a job, a title, a status, or any of the rest of that. It's within you. It's covered it's uncovered from the inside you know so one way to get to know yourself um is get into journaling you know try it for a while try for a week and see what it does for you because regular journaling it can help you to uncover this your, your patterns of thoughts you know or you might gain some kind of insights about your passions and these values that we talked about in the first first part there if you dedicate a few minutes every day, like, you know, sometime when it's quiet in the morning or in the evening and just journal your thoughts, your interests, your reflections, it's not a daily diary. Just put down what you're thinking of or what you're, you know, what you're getting lost in or whatever. And when you reflect back on it, that's when you'll kind of um, come up with these ideas within yourself and you might get tips towards where your purpose lies. And that's kind of internal feedback, right? Although you've kind of put it down on paper and you, you know, you've gone back after a while, you've read it back. Another way to get feedback is externally, because sometimes other people, they can see the strengths, your strengths and your weaknesses that we would overlook, you know, or that we don't want to look at. So like we always talk about the net, your network and all the rest of it, go and ask them for a bit of feedback, your friends, your family, someone that you trust, it has to be someone trustworthy. Ask them what they think your strengths are. And ask them what they think you would really kind of take off in or excel in. And, you know, what what traits they admire about you. Because you might just be surprised, you know, as they start kind of, you know, rambling on about it. It might, it might be things that you've never thought of. And that could direct you towards a purpose. Now, the whole Bob Proctor theory was um, based on this, on the, the power of alignment, everything being aligned towards your purpose. So aligning actions and your purpose it absolutely brings powerful results. You know, and why you might ask is because when you align something up, it creates this flow and positive energy all around you in your life. Like it's like even if you think of plumbing in your house or um, the more junctions you kind of have or left turns, right turns, it slows water down or whatever. But when you've got a straight straight run, it just, it works, everything works in favor of it, you know. Um, when you're in alignment, it doesn't feel like a struggle, like, like the plumbing, like if water has to go around that 90 degree bend or 45 degree bend, it can struggle to, you know, keep momentum or that. 
whereas straight line is a more natural progression. And if you've got your actions all aligned up towards your purpose, it is a more natural progression. And how do we get rid of them 90 degree bends, 45 degree bends in our in real life? What's that look like in reality? Well, that looks like, you know, setting clear and specific goals that align with your purpose, right? So once you have goals that are clear and specific, they give you a clear sense of direction that you're working towards. You're constantly working towards this. Yeah, it's getting rid of the, the tight junctions that we talked about. Um, again, I've said it a few times on this show that, you know, use SMART goals. You know that framework for goal setting? S-M-A-R-T, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound. Um, if you don't know how to do it, there's plenty of free resource online. If you want a bit of help doing it, you can reach out to me. But that is an absolute gift of a way to set proper goals. Um, another way to get yourself into alignment would be through mindfulness. Because the mindfulness can help you stay present and centered, right? And it's easier to align with your purpose when you're you're fully aware. Think of that, the pipe network that we talked about in the plumbing in the house mindfulness keeps it unclogged so you can imagine there's no gunk in the system there's no you know debris in the you know in the drains blocking it up it's just a free run when mindfulness is what keeps that decluttered so i would say to you give yourself a few minutes every day to mindfulness exercises and that's whether it's the breath work that i do you know if you're into meditation if you are brutal at meditation you're looking to get started i think it's dan harris who might have talked about before he has a book a book out it's called Meditation for Fidgety Skeptics, I think it's called. Anyway, Dan Harris, look him up. So that's that's what uh that's what I think about the power of alignment. Set yourself some clear goals. Who has ever gone hiking or orienteering or mountaineering and ever had a destination? You know, had had a start point and a destination, drew a straight line. <laughs> uh, and just ran on that or walked on that or had their map and had their start point and their destination and you know looked at the contours the lie of the land and all the rest of it and you actually made it a proper route card even with proper route card allowing for allowing for the terrain and you know natural obstacles like rivers and, and all the rest of it well that that we go to do in life is the feckin very same isn't it you know, obstacles, whether they're the natural ones like rivers and streams and stuff like that, or whether they're man-made or whether they're just uh, unforeseen obstacles, like like when you go out and it, there's actually been a storm and there's a heap of trees down or whatever. It's going to be part of it. Like, you know, you're going to have to deal with it. You have to have overcome them. Um, some people would say it takes, you know, extra strength, some resilience, determination or whatever. Whatever it takes, it's your mindset around it that that's what you can control at the start of it before you even meet them you know um they're not they're not roadblocks like you there's loads of ways like you can go you go over them under them through them or if all else fails just go around them and i suppose like i said it's your mindset how you think about them before you get going will be the growth mindset and i talked about the growth mindset ages ago in a different episode if you can reframe these obstacles as challenges that are chances, you know, opportunities to learn. Well, then that perspective 
helps you see them obstacles, helps you, you know, have the resilience to go around them, you know, and see them obstacles as, see them as they are, don't see them as worse than they are. They're not, they're not dead ends. So I suppose when you see yourself facing a setback towards whatever that purpose is that you decided it is, you know, rather than throwing the towel, just ask you, right, what can I learn from this or how can I resolve this? Um, we're talking about resilience as well. Um, when you're doing out that, we talked about mountaineering, doing out the route card and you're setting your route. When you're setting your goals, don't just have from A to B to C, just big goals. You're going to have A to B to C to D to E, F. Break the bloody challenges down into like mini goals, micro goals, because these big challenges can seem massively overwhelming. But if you break them into smaller, more manageable steps, it's like to say, how do you eat the elephant one bite at a time? So creating a list of actionable steps for every challenge that you encounter will help you with that. Another reason why you don't want to have just, you know, the big goals there that you don't have micro goals is because if you're going from A to B to C and that's it, anywhere along that route, if you hit an obstacle or if you, if you fail, assuming that failure isn't fatal, but if you haven't got set up mini goals or micro goals or smaller steps, well, then you've got a single point of failure. And as soon as you hit that big challenge, it's like, whoop, back to the drawing board. Whereas if you've broken it down into steps, you just go back to the last place that you succeeded at. Are you with me? Now, another big thing of Bob Proctor's was visualization. You know, this goes hand in hand, hand in hand with the goal setting side of it. Because the visualization and goal setting, they're both tools that you can utilize to, you know, bloody maximum effect when you're trying to live on purpose towards purpose visualization and and you know hand in hand with goal setting help you define your you know the path you know this roadmap that we're talking about the visualization is the part of it that fuels your motivation and then setting the goals gives you the milestones that you're kind of uh, striving towards so they go hand in hand Here's something I done. I done this last week, actually. Not ashamed to say it, but <laughs> I made myself a vision board. I'd never really done. I had great ideas of it and all in the past. And I might have went about starting, but I actually done it last week. You know, collect images and words that kind of reflect or, or represent this purpose, your goals towards your purpose. And put them on a vision board. And look at them every day. But you have to put that vision board somewhere that you're going to see it, that you're going to be forced to look at it. You know, whether it's over your desk, over your bed, on your ceiling, whatever it is you're into, stick it there. And they say that, um, take pictures from magazines and this, that, and the other, because it's more full disclosure. I don't buy magazines. I ain't anywhere that I can get magazines. I went on to Dr. Google A. I Googled whatever it was I wanted to look for. I printed it out and I cut it out and I stuck it with cell tape onto the board. Sue me. Anyway. Again, we're talking about the visualization and the, and the goal settings. Uh, we said about the, the goals breaking down into chunks. So alongside the major chunks, we're going to set the smaller ones. These smaller ones are another way that'll keep you motivated and keep you, you know, you know, you'd be able to visualize them better if they're, you know, if they're smaller and more tangible and closer to you. You know, so break them into smaller steps. So they all they go hand in hand. The goals, the micro goals, the visualization. You know, so break them down to smaller and as you break it down into smaller goals, smaller goals, and they're kind of closer to you, you can almost reach out and touch them. You know, if there's a smell associated with it, you can smell it. 
you know, a feel, a taste, whatever it is, you know, if they're that close to you, and they're that small and that realm, whatever it's like, if if your goal, I, this is, I, I, I'm just making this up, but if your goal is, or if your purpose is to, to, you know, your purpose in life is to feed people, you want to own the biggest restaurant in town or whatever, so it's going to be a steakhouse and all, yada, 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 yada. And you're kind of gone down the rabbit hole and you're thinking about, you know how many steaks you'd sell in a week what kind of steaks what you'd serve with them or the sides and this and the other how many you know how many covers can you have in for the night how many you know customers in a week you know what what's the story with you know if covid comes back and we're going to be able to pe- feed people outside blah 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 but you're thinking all you're way up in the clouds you're you're right up there right you're you're thinking looking right at the purpose whereas when you're setting your goals towards that you're going to have micro goals do you know um you know and you're going to break it break it right down into the steps where you're actually imagining what the individual meal is going to look like and taste like, you know, sat in front of a customer on the plate in front of you. Maybe you can put yourself in that shoes and you can taste that steak. You can touch that steak. You can feel what it feels like to cut through that steak. Yada, yada, yada. So break it down into very small steps. I remember back years ago where a place I was working was closing down. I remember one of the, the managers said, are you looking forward to it? And I just couldn't see past the disaster of the whole thing. I was like, no, I'm not. I remember his words. He was like, you know, change isn't always a bad thing. And I didn't really, I didn't want to understand it, I suppose, at the time. I just said, yeah, and moved on. But you're looking at growth, you know, this kind of change, this going towards on purpose, towards your purpose. If we start to just embrace it as if it's, you know, it's, you know, you're in for the long haul. It's like this long, long, lifelong friendships that we have. You're in for the long haul, you're not going anywhere, regardless of what happens. If you look at that change or, you know, towards this self-improvement, that that's ultimately, you know, m- you know, maturing, you know, towards that that um purpose. If you start to embrace the growth that's involved in it all, it ensures that your purpose stays relevant. Right? Because you know that it was a necessary change, a necessary growth towards that. So just encourage it and embrace it. You know, whatever stage it's at, whether it's early days or late days or just before you get it, I know that you're still on purpose. You're still on target. If we look at it from the point of view that every setback holds a lesson, right? And it's hard to see when you're in that moment. It's like me saying to my man, you know, 20 something years ago, I didn't, I didn't want to hear his words. If we start to kind of look for the opportunities that are there, you know, and face that challenge, well, then we can easier identify, you know, after the fact, the experiences when we reflect on it and what we've learned and gained from it. You won't always see that in the moment, and I sure as hell don't. But if we start getting into the mindset where we kind of force ourselves to accept it and to, you know, kind of embrace it and look forward to it, I'm definitely one of them people that doesn't see it in the moment, but I try not to be like that, you know, and by doing that, you're kind of starting to seek new experiences where we kind of, you know, new doors, new insights, this kind of, you know, mentality, broaden your horizon, your perspective, you know, all that, them kind of cliches, but they are, they're true, like, so seek out experiences that kind of challenge you a bit, stretch you a bit are aligned with your purpose. Not everything that you have to do is going to be palatable to you. Like if you want to be, you know, um, 
running running that steakhouse we talked about the restaurant the biggest steakhouse in town you know and, and part of the way at you know when you're starting out you can't afford to hire in chefs so you're the guy on the grill five nights a week maybe that doesn't align with where you're going but you know it's part of it so accept it you know and whether it's whatever it's career or personal life or whatever you know go to events go to you know different workshops you know stuff that are related to your interests definitely do them because you know you don't know where it'll bring you now the the last bit i'm going to talk about about this on purpose crack is and it's probably the biggest part of it start to embody that purpose because you know like we, we talk every week and you hear it in a load of different you know social media accounts or podcasts wherever you're listening like everyone talks about it, don't they authenticity you have to be authentic so you really have to embody everything it is about that purpose authenticity is it's it's everything in that you know like it's the only way to get genuine connections with others and it's definitely the only way to be happy in life because if you're not authentic going after that or authentic in any other way as soon as you come home and come inside that front door you're pulling off that mask and you're wrecked tired from wearing that mask. So everything you do has to be aligned with that purpose, embodies the, you know, the principles of that purpose that you're going towards. If it means so much to you and it needs to bleed out of every aspect of your life, all your actions and your relationships that you're having have to all be aligned with that, you know, because that's the authentic side of it. So how you might start to go about that is, you know, share your purpose with people that you really trust. It might not be your family because like, you know, you don't pick your, your relatives, but you're, you pick your best friends and them, you know, solid buddies or that share it with them, you know, get into purpose driven conversations about it, you know, take a tack across, across over and back, ask your friends and your family, if you're close to them about, about their passions and aspirations, see if they line up, you know, see how supportive people will be another another thing that we all need to consider and we've all been in this boat is um maybe considering aligning your career with your purpose shock horror purpose-driven job is what they say that it's not doesn't feel like work at all this is what they say if you want to get fulfillment and satisfaction in life when you're springing out of bed in the morning where you're not getting that upset stomach on a sunday night and they, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm into this place tomorrow morning feeling. So maybe start to explore how your current role can either be adapted or sacked off to better match your pur- purpose. Daily rituals is another way because you want to get it into the fabric of what you're doing and who you embody and your purpose. You need to embody every single thing there is about that purpose. Well, that's in an ideal world. We're never going to be there, are we? Like reality what can you do about it you can have your daily rituals your daily routines you know um setting your intention in the morning your morning prayers your evening prayers whatever i don't mean praying to god around the rest of it where you're sitting down you're actually being setting your intention for the day or the next day reflecting on the day reflecting on how you've aligned with your purpose and all that's where that journal that we mentioned earlier comes into it where you you know you're kind of scribbling down you know 
you know, your thoughts and all the rest. It's not a diary, but you're scribbling down all your thoughts and, you know, your feelings and all the rest of it. And, you know, see just to see how mad you've gotten during the day or whatever. But see how in aligned they are with the purpose. And once you've done all them steps, I wonder, I wonder will you have started to kind of chip away at, at the, the outer thing and kind of discovering what the purpose is. I'd be interested to hear your feedback if you do take any of these on. But for now, look, thanks very much for joining me on the episode of on this episode of Change on Purpose. You know, it is true to understand your purpose and aligning your life with it can really unlock your true potential. You know, where you can really, really start to take off. Because that's where, you know, you're living life of pure, proper purpose and joy and fulfillment. And I would really encourage you to kind of, you know, if you haven't make notes, <laughs> make notes. If you need to go back and listen to it again whatever just take the first steps towards living on purpose toward your purpose today right and remember that you do have the power to create whatever the hell it is that resonates inside you do you want to go towards you just have to take action towards it right that's about it look if you like my content and you want to help me out do please like this podcast please do if you haven't done already give me a follow And also share with your family, your network, your friends. Like I always say, if you like it, maybe they will too. And even if you don't like it, maybe they still will. But look, until next time, take care of yourself, mind yourself, and change on purpose.